It's time for the 8 Greatest Golf Show with Jerome Espinosa on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. It's a lock. I hit the 7 iron like John Davies. It's just 3. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken yeah. dinner! Jerome Espinosa is a Class A PGA professional and director of instruction at 8 Greatest Performance Center. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole! We will talk all things New Mexico golf, hear from voices all around the world of golf, and even give some swing tips to improve your game. All you got to do is just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a roof. Now, Get ready for playing golf here's PGA Pro Jerome Espinoza. Good morning. Welcome to the 8 Grady's Golf Show on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. I'm Jerome Espinosa alongside David Muddit. We'll be here until 11 a.m. today. Got a full slate of golf to talk about this week. Um, the local stuff is starting to kick up quite a bit, and really, to be honest, we're entering probably the best time for golf, at least I think in New Mexico. Um, <clears throat> you know, late summer and into the fall is probably my favorite time for golf, and it's super, super busy. So we got we got lots on the docket today. We do? Yeah, we do, if you pay attention, but sometimes you don't do that. So hmm. PGA Tour 3M Open. Tony Finau what, wins. Yeah, what a capitulation by Scott Piercy. Did you see that? I didn't see it. Oh, my God. Well, he just he was fall on, apart or what? Yeah. Shot like 42 on the back nine or something. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And on Saturday, he's leading by three or four, and he's in the middle of 18 fairway with a five wood, hits it in the water. Yeah. Oh, he, he, like, he was he was fighting the demons. Is he, uh, <laughs> has he won before? Piercy? That's a good question. I think so. That's interesting. He does hit it solid. I it, mean, it's a bullet off of his club face. I like Tony Finau, so I'm always cheering for him. I, I don't know. I just like him ever since. I think I started to like him when he had that nasty ankle oh, God. Uh, injury at the Masters Part 3 contest. Oh, my gosh. When I saw him play, and he made the cut that week. Yeah, he, play, I, he was I in mean, contention, I think. I think he was. That's when I was like, this dude is, he's a freak. Like, just to to dislocate his ankle and put it back in the way he did was disgusting. <laughs> and then and then walk Augusta. You were there this year, so that's not an easy place to walk by any means. No, that's Tiger. On an, <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not an easy place. To on walk. an ankle that was dislocated, oh, you know. It's horrible, isn't it? Ten hours prior, I'd. So that's that's kind of why I like Tony Finau, to be honest. I know um, his brother, I think it's like Chipper, Kipper. He's played in the New Mexico Open before. So is Tony. I think Tony did too, yeah. Tony, Tony did, did too. play in the yeah, New Mexico was, Open. Will Collins won that year. So, I mean, you know, it's. I think they had pictures. I saw him, and he looked like a toothpick, man, when he played Gipper. the New Mexico Open. Gipper is his name. Gip, that Gipper is, is Gipper. Yeah, Gipper. Um, New Mexico Open, obviously coming up in Hobbs, though. So uh, that's I personally, I think that event is cool. Also, because you get to see some of those guys that are super young in their career, um, and who knows where they end up. It you is. Uh, it's just all about where it falls in the schedule for everyone else. Ten grand for first with a full field. I don't know. We'll see what sort of players they get all the way in Hobbs. Well, it's I not, can. It's I not talk, convenient for anybody. I talked to Sam. A couple weeks ago, and he said, "It's like his that he." I asked him if he was playing. He said, "No, because Q School falls right. That's it you, on you, that week. That's the only way you get the good players if it fits into 
the Q school schedule, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, we're probably going to, there's probably going to be a lot missing. And then, you know, Hobbs is Hobbs. It's just hard to get to. It's a long way from anywhere. Um, Kent Jones played in the senior open T20 minus yeah. one on the week. So, I mean, I would say that's a pretty good week for Kent. That's great. Yeah. He played great. He was in, he had a chance there for a while, didn't he? I was going to say, and he was, I think the first couple rounds, he was right in there. Yep, yep. Um, so it's always good to see Jonesy playing good, and we'll see. It's probably big for him. The end of the year is always big for all these guys. They yeah. need to make a lot of money. They're trying to make money. They're trying to make cuts. Need to make units. So we'll see kind of where Kent ends up. Also at a big week, you know, in the local is the Colorado Open, which is, I guess, I don't know, I'll say the best open of all the state opens. Just based on the fact that uh, the donor who donated, I don't know how many years ago it's been, seven, eight, mm. donated a hundred grand and said he wanted it to go to first place. So they yeah. kept that hundred grand inch. Maybe we uh, should talk to our section staff about that type of sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are, I don't even think our open is a hundred thousand for the entire thing. On a full field. On yeah. Full like field. 85 so grand. Colorado open, <laughs> winner gets a hundred thousand and. Good old Will Collins. What in the world? <laughs> I text him saying congrats, and he goes, what a funny game. I said, it's, it's yeah, I don't, I mean, he he's obviously really, 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 really good at golf. He doesn't even play much. I mean, he plays a lot of golf, but not in a lot of tournaments, you know. Probably. Well, I mean, he went from, you know, if there was a good article on him this week in the journal about, you know, kind of his, where he was. He played on the PGA Tour. He's played on the Corn Ferry. He was yeah. obviously a Lobo. I thought he was a pretty successful pro golfer. I, I mean, but I'm not he sure. He had his card for like a year on the tour or something. <clears throat> and I know, you know, now he's, it, it showed a picture of him in his trunk and his trunk looks like a, like a tour guy. I mean, it's loaded with shoes and he clubs. A, and Will Collins is a golf nerd. He loves it. He loves everything about it. I'll tell you what, I've played with him at Canyon Club a couple times. He's freaking unbelievable, man. Yeah, he doesn't he, miss putts. And he he shot. His, Prior, a couple times, I he shot in two weeks. I think he shot like 62, 63, 62. At oh, yeah, he regularly shoots. It's disgusting eight to plus, watch eight more, Eight or more under par, yeah. And, you know, I played with him and Sam a couple weeks ago, and Sam even, Sam who plays, said his short game's disgusting. And, I mean, yeah. this is a guy who's not practicing full-time, but he does practice. He practices a lot, yeah. He does. He does. He'll tell you he doesn't. Well, if you listen, Will, you're full of it. We know it. We know you practice because you shot twenty three under. Yeah, yeah, that just doesn't router. happen if you don't. Yeah, it's disgusting. Like it's so. Um, congrats to Will. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. massive. Um, but what does he do now? That's the question. I spoke well, to I spoke to Rex, and I'm like, "Well, what's he going to do?" Because I don't know. He's talking about going to some qualifier in Utah or something. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, also this week that's going on or happening is the Texas State Open. He's not in that one. Um, to tell you the truth, he does have to work. The he does Texas have a job. State Open and the Colorado Open have become very, very difficult to get into. I used to play the Texas Open every year when I was in that section. That's a really good event. I mean, that's like thirty-five grand for first or something now. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's Tony Robo. I saw played in it. He missed yeah. the cut. It's at the Cascades in <clears throat> Tyler. It's a good golf course, actually. I it's, mean, it's not easy. The only one that I saw locally in the Texas State Open was Matthew Watkins, who's from Texas. He's a Lobo. He's a young guy. Oh. I think he's like a sophomore, junior for the Lobos. 
I think. Yeah, I don't if you don't, if you top. don't, if you're not in the section as a as a like a club pro, PGA of America club pro, it that's a hard. You have to qualify to get into that tournament. They don't. And it's difficult. It's not easy. There, yep. there's a qualifier I think down at New Mexico State. Yeah, that's been there a few years now. Yeah. So yeah. I know there's one for us that's there, but it's not easy to get in Colorado Open. You know, I know a bunch of guys from here that couldn't qualify, that could not get in, and they yep. didn't play all that bad. I mean, you know, they shoot three under for a qualifier. Um, I remember Colorado Open, even par would kind of get you into it, but doesn't anymore, not with that big old paycheck. Yeah, exactly. And I think they have the Open for the women with the same payout. That's what I heard. I think before too long that Colorado Open is going to become a corn ferry event, I would think. but Well, I don't know because so that event I know specifically – um, raises tons of money for their junior golf foundation. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe if the Corn Ferry, but I think they make. I don't know. I think they make a ton of money off that. That's their one fundraiser for their section so that funds their entire junior golf. Hey, so you know our section takes seven dollars per player for a pro am. You know, guess, yeah. Guess what their section takes? Probably nothing. Thirty-five dollars a player. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. In Colorado, we asked them at the Taylor Cup one year. Oh, said if the night. entry fee is a hundred bucks. They take $35 a player. That's hefty. Yeah, but then when you play the Taylor Cup at the Broadmoor and they're all staying at the Broadmoor and we're at the Motel 6 (laughs) down the street, it's like, oh, maybe we should do that. (laughs) So congrats, Will. Yeah, Um, well done, Will. You know, I know Will wins a lot of money around the money games. He's, you know, became in the financial world and now he's a better golfer, which is crazy. Going to have to take his legs out or something. (laughs) Um, again, Matt Watkins missed the cut at the Texas State Open. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. I know um, NOTA, the MB3 Foundation, so run by Clint Begay. We had Clint on, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. They had their Native American uh, championship that qualifies to NOTA's national championship on Golf Channel, so they had that this week. Um, you know, I, I know one of the kids for sure, Skyler Woods. He's from Kirtland, New Mexico. A freaking kid's good, man. He came into the facility and he he smacks it, but now he's starting to shoot really low scores. Mm. I think he shot like seven under or something for the two days at Santa Ana. So he took a spot. He'll be playing on Golf Channel. Um, Sweet. And there's there's quite a few others, but I'm not sure. I know the Sun Country Junior, the Junior Am's taking place right now. Um I think Skylar Woods was also leading that event again. You know, a bunch of your guys that Charlie plays with are in that event. But also, um, PGA Junior League, our section championship happened at Tanawan earlier this week. Your boys won it. How about that? Yeah, it was awesome. They played well. They got some really good players. So, again, we've had Nick Neon. We've had Matt Long. Their PGA Junior League um, competed against... Las Cruces, Tanawan, Socorro, Tanawan, Four Hills, uh, maybe two two Las Cruces two teams. Cruces I think teams, you said yeah. there were two, two Sandia teams. teams. Yeah, <clears throat> but that little squad is really really good, um, and they're going to a regional. You said in Dallas. Yeah, in Dallas, their nine hole scores in the morning matches were twenty nine, thirty, thirty three, and thirty five. <laughs> so just so you guys know, they're like under thirteen. So yeah. they're under 13. None of the no, you got, can be 13, the oldest you can be, none of them are. They're all 12 or under. And so these kids are really really good. I know, you know, I coached a couple of them and they're they've just obviously gotten bigger, they're older. They go to Dallas for the regional, I believe it is. Yeah. And so I if I'm not 
mistaken. I think it's North Texas, South Texas, and us. And Colorado now. And Colorado. Yeah, they've added Colorado. So Southwest is out, which is Southwest is like Phoenix. We want to avoid them, right? Yeah, I mean. Southwest is really good. This team last year missed going to nationals by about five shots over, what is that, 36 holes. So they were close, and they're a year older. They're a year better. They've got a good chance to make it to nationals. So nationals is on TV. The regional is not. Yeah, correct. Um, So we'll keep you updated on how that team does because that's a really cool thing. Again, the national is televised. It's over in Phoenix. It's it's a huge, awesome thing. It's we've talked about it before. It's team golf. So eight players now that they're in the kind of championship. Uh, season, so to speak. Well, imagine imagine a team from Albuquerque beating North Texas, South oh Texas, gosh, and Colorado. Stu- it's stupid. That yeah, doesn't happen e- no, very no. often. So they got they got a chance to do something pretty cool, and they've really got they've got this year and they've got next year. They got two shots at it before they lose. Yeah, before they lose. I mean, the elder to be kids. honest, if if people don't understand, it's basically like the Little League World Series for golf. Yeah, and yeah. we're competing against. North Texas, yeah, South so Texas, Dallas, Houston, Colorado. I mean, Denver. how many millions yeah. and millions? Yeah. Um, so, like David said, they got a special little team. You know, they got Charlie Muddit, who David's son. They have uh, Nixon Knee, a kid named Isaiah Schmidies, Ethan Long, Ethan Long, Matt Long's kid. Um, they've got um, Whitten, Thomas uh, Whitten. Thomas He's Whitten. a lefty. He's eleven, and he he hammers it. I mean. He hit it over the first green at Tanawan on the Zia nine. <laughs> yeah, over the green. Oh, Colin Orrell is Colin another Orrell's one. Colin Orrell is another one. So who um, do we, we got Nixon, we got Ethan, we got Charlie, we got Isaiah, we got Colin, we got Thomas, uh, Lucas Strassner. Oh yeah, Lucas. He Luke. started with me, and he was a little tiny dude, and he has <laughs> He's fallen still in little. love with golf. He's great. He's freaking athletic, that little kid. And then Roman, I think his last name is Moya, maybe M O U A. Oh, okay. Yeah. So shout out to you guys. Yeah, and then Ad- Addie Haas is was also on the team, but she couldn't play the. Uh, oh, the Addie's channel. really good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that took place this week. Congrats to that team. Congrats to that golf course. Good luck in you know regionals. That's going to be awesome. Hopefully, you know we can watch them get through and cheer for them. Yeah, that'd be great. Um. Also, this week coming up is the NB3 Junior Golf Tour their regional qualifier out at twin warriors so that one is a huge one again that qualifies all these kids to go to nationals the national championship that noda runs over in louisiana are you doing the golf channel i am doing that one and it's interesting you see these kids are all in it like you see isaiah schmidis you see ethan long you see nixon knee all those kids have qualified so the field is actually it's really hard to get through i mean we have 100 kids registered and there will be two, four. I think there's only seven spots. Um, so there, you know, our national champion came out of there last year. So Quinn Yost mm. came out of that regional and then ended up winning the national. So the field is actually really good. I, I saw a couple kids from Dallas that I recognize that are really good. There's a couple young girls from like the Phoenix, Nevada area. So you know, and. Uh. And Twins a tough golf course. It is not easy by any means, so I don't care where you put those tees. We've talked about that before when Aiden Craft shot 60. I, I don't care. It's That's a good score. Yeah, 60 is a good score anyway, obviously. But you put those tees all the way at the back at Twin, that golf course is everything you need. Oh. Because the ball do, doesn't go anywhere. Especially, you know, today. <laughs> <laughs> so 
that we have that happening. So, you know, good luck to those kids. Noda will be out there, and that's always those kids love it. It's I joke with him all the time, but I'm like, he's like a celebrity, and those kids, he shows up, and you know, everyone loves it, and it'll it's a big old to do out there at Twin. So if you want to come check it out, come check it out. Um, some good golf from those kids, impressive golf, and um, again, those kids will qualify for the national championship. That's you know we got to have Note on here to talk about that national. He's kind of got a big year coming up. How have we not had him on yet? I well, we missed him one of the weeks, um, but they, he's you know I want to talk to him because he's I don't know if anybody knows this, but he's the captain of the junior presidents cup. Yeah, which means he's probably going to be captain of the presidents cup team here before too long. Oh, yeah, so that's a. I would think so. I mean, it seems like the. So there you go. I mean, you know, her unless he David goes and Mike. joins Live, maybe. No, he ain't doing that. <laughs> I can tell you that. There's no way. So, so yeah, it's a big week coming up, um, and big time of the year here in Albuquerque. So, you know, in our next segment, we got actually Derek Gutierrez from Twin Warriors joining us to talk about some of the stuff that's taking place um, out there at Twin and Santa Ana, and you know they've they've had a big year, so. Um, We'll, we got to take a quick break. I'm Jerome Espinosa, Director of Instruction. If you're interested in the game of golf, please email me at gespinosa at 8gradies.com. This is the 8 Gradies Golf Show on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Let's get back to the 8 Gradies Golf Show with Jerome Espinosa on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Welcome back to 8 Grady's Golf Show on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. I'm Director of Instruction, and you'll hear myself and David Muddit talking golf, New Mexico golf, Saturdays, 10 to 11 a.m. We'd like to welcome our guest for today, Mr. Derek Gutierrez from Santa Ana Golf Course. Is that, is that what we call you, Derek? Like, I don't know. Santa Ana, Santa Ana and Twin Warriors Golf Club. See, and David said, what's his title? I said, I don't know. He's like a big wig. He's CEO. He's something big. I know that. <laughs> I'm physically big. Yeah, I'd love to <laughs> drop some pounds if I wasn't so big. But yeah, it's the director of golf, general manager at Santa Ana Golf Club Incorporated. There you go. Well, thanks for joining us, Derek. I know, you know, we've talked to quite a few people from the section. And, you know, you guys have a gigantic year this year. And I guess like 12 months, so to speak, maybe even less now. Yeah, about nine, eight or nine months, yeah. Yeah, it's probably a nine-month stretch. We have uh, coming up, we've got a very short runway to two uh, national championships in the fall. Well, actually, one national championship and one uh, international championship. And I think that uh, Zach Hofel, who was a previous guest uh, several weeks ago, probably touched on it. But uh, So we're, we're really excited and honored uh, to be hosting the PGA of America Senior Professional National Championship second week of October at both Twin Warriors and Santa Ana Golf Club. And this is the top club professionals from all over the country. And so looking forward to hosting that and seeing them uh, hone their skills out here on our two great, great golf courses. And so that's uh, coming. And then two weeks after, we'll be hosting the uh, Women's PGA Cup. And this is, L- I'm sorry, Women PGA member club professionals from all over the world. And we anticipate nine countries to be here uh, in a Ryder Cup format and playing for their countries. So just really exciting stuff coming our way. Yeah, I mean, you guys, and you know, not to obviously those are massive events, but you guys just finished up the NB3, the foundation, their Native American, you know, tournament for junior kids, and you have notice event coming up, you know, Monday, Tuesday. So you guys have quite a few things that you contribute to and, and are a part of. 
Yeah, you hit you hit the nail on the head with that one. And obviously, you chair that event. It'll be at Twin Warriors next Monday and Tuesday. And uh, looks like a hundred uh, young golfers from all over the country will be here playing for that event. And uh, it's the second time we hosted, and just wonderful contest last year uh, to see all of those uh, athletes uh, vie for the the medalist on that. And look forward to having them and their families back with us next week. Yeah, it's awesome, and you guys are great hosts, you know, so you guys treat us really good. It's We don't feel like, you know, we're unwelcome, so you guys do such a good job of that, and the golf course is in phenomenal shape, and, you know, um, so thanks for that, too. And, you know, you also have, I don't think, I don't know if many people know, obviously David and I probably do, but you're also the District 12 Director for the for the PGA of America, not just for our section. So Yeah, big you, deal. Can you talk about that a little <laughs> bit there? So yeah, so district. So obviously, and uh, not tuning my own horn. I just I love being a PGA member and serving our members, be it locally or or, or beyond. So you know, obviously, I was a past president of the section, and then uh, got an opportunity to run for the national uh, national board of directors. And so District Twelve is comprised of the Northern Texas PGA, the Southern Texas PGA, and of course, the greatest section of all forty-one, the Sun Country section, which is all in New Mexico and El Paso County. And so I represent this uh, this district one of fourteen on the national board of directors. So uh, handling you know member issues, governance issues, championships. Uh, we're big project right now. We're working on the new the opening of the new headquarters uh, in Frisco, Texas, uh, where the PGA staff will now call home as as will we as members. And then our two world class golf courses and Omni Resort that will open in March. So uh, the new home of golf for the PGA of America, moving to Frisco, Texas, as we speak. And so those are the things that, that are kind of we're dealing with right now uh, on the national board, among other things that obviously everybody's seeing in the media day in and day out. But uh, really love uh, what I'm doing. Uh, I get to travel quite a bit and uh, board meetings. I got to be a – I'm probably going to ramble on here. I got to be a starter uh, on the opening round of the PGA Championship at uh, – Southern Hills a couple of months back. And so just really, really cool stuff that I get to do in addition to being the director of golf here. Yeah, absolutely. That, you know, I, it's funny you said that. I was going to ask you about that because it looks like as part of being the District 12 director, you got to do some awesome stuff like Starter. I think I can't remember what other events that I've seen you either post or whatever. I was like, holy crap, that's freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I got to be an ambassador at the PGA Works Collegiate Championship. It was formerly called the Minority Collegiate Championship. That was mm. at the uh, Union League in Philadelphia, and I got to be a, a, an ambassador and starter there. Um, and so, just just a wonderful experience this year. Next year, I'll get to serve uh, as an ambassador and starter again at the PGA Championship. Uh, I believe the Senior PGA Championship. Or I'm sorry, the KPG, KPMG Women's, and then uh, get to go to Rome for the Ryder Cup. So, pretty. David, David wants to know if he can jump in your backpack. He wants. To I actually, it. it's the deadline today is for the for uh, PJ members to buy their tickets for Rome. Well, you get one free ticket as a member, and you can buy. You get half price for a guest. But today's the deadline. Right. So, did you buy your tickets? I haven't yet. <laughs> That's a long way out. It it is a long. I want to know if you I'm can really if you can not do it after the fact. So, like, if you do it now, is, is that it? Are you toast? If you can't get it, I don't think so. I'm sure there'll be another opportunity. I'll find out for you, yeah. but I'm sure there'd be another opportunity because it is so far out. It's a year and you're in a couple months away. Oh, so, well, yeah, so. but it's in Italy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so talk, yep. talk a little bit about the, um, the National Club Pro that's going to be there in April because that's obviously a televised event. It's a, 
It's a huge yes. purse, a top 20 get into the PGA Championship, which will be at Oak Hill um, in May. I mean, you could have that PNC or the, the Club Professional Championship at Twin. It could be freezing cold. It could be blowing 50. And then you could go to Oak Hill and it could be exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, late April, early May here is still, could, you know, we could have snow coming down. Out same of, in upstate out of the New blue, York. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so nonetheless, I'm excited. Uh, we've hosted this in 03 and 09, and this is the <clears throat> top club pros from all over the country. Uh, it was This year it was at Omni Barton Creek. And so this is 300 professionals playing both of our golf courses over the first two days. And then there's two cuts into Saturday and Sunday where it'll finish the final two rounds over at Twin Warriors. And again, you alluded to the top 20 uh, are exempt into the PGA Championship, which, David, you've done uh, three or four times now, right? Uh, five times, yeah. Five times, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and, and you'll be playing <clears throat> in your backyard here, hopefully, and hopefully. have a chance to win the whole thing. So exciting. Golf Channel uh, will be covering this four days of it'll be delayed coverage. But as you know, this thing goes Sunday through Wednesday, yeah. uh, and that was done several years ago, so Golf Channel could cover it without conflict of a PGA Tour event um, or an LPGA Tour event or anything of that nature. So <clears throat> each afternoon for four days we'll have coverage on the Golf Channel. So it's great exposure for um, our facilities and the Pueblo Santa Ana, the Hyatt Resort, the Santa Ana Star Casino, and, of course, the Sun Country section. Yeah, I mean, 312 guys from all over the country. It's It's a... It's a big week. It's a it's a big eight days, really. I mean, it, it is. It's a it's a big week, and uh, we look forward to it. And uh, as you both know, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a frog in my throat. Uh, part of running these events, they don't come off without uh, the support of volunteers. And so, while we're working to raise volu- uh, secure volunteers for these two fall events, and we're tracking very well, uh, right after we conduct these two events, we're going to be asking our locals uh, to come out and support us and volunteer for next year. And, uh, will be all kinds of different duties associated with that, including golf channel. And so hopefully we can get some volunteers to help us pull it. We can't pull it off without them. We really can't. No, that, that there's a ton of volunteers for that event. It's yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, it is. Derek, I've seen you guys, um, you know, obviously on social media asking about for volunteers. Can you maybe give some people a little bit of information about, you know, I guess, who they contact, what they, how much, I think it's like 50 bucks I saw, and then kind of the perks that they're getting with that besides the volunteering. So the best way to, to sign up is on my New Mexico, uh, sorry, mynewmexicogolf.com. That's our website, mynewmexicogolf.com. Click on the volunteer tab. It'll explain everything that's involved. It is $50 because we definitely, <laughs> people are, some people are giving us a little grief about having to pay to volunteer, but nonetheless, you know, you get a shirt, you get a cap. Uh, if you work two shifts, you're going to get a free round of golf over at Twin Warriors. Uh, and then we feed your breakfast and lunch while you're out here along with all the all the uh, PGA official sponsored drinks you can drink. What is it? All the water you want, all the Pepsi you want. And uh, get to see some really good golf. And so uh, just go to our website, click on the tab. If anyone has any questions, they can call either golf shop as well, and, and we can explain uh, what's involved there. So we're working with... Uh, um, a lot of local restaurants that'll help provide those meals for those days, so they're not out here just having a, a ham sandwich. That you know, we got Rudy's that'll be on a couple days, and we'll reach out to some other restaurants. But we want to make it an enjoyable, fun experience for them, uh, so it doesn't feel like work. We want it to be fun, and, and hopefully, uh, we'll have a captive audience this fall. We can ask all those volunteers to come back and visit and help us out again in the in the spring. Yeah, and that's kind of fun. Like I, I remember, I think it was in '03. I actually was a caddy. I volunteered as a caddy 
Um, I remember that. And, and it was it was it was kind of eye opening because I didn't realize <laughs> how difficult Twin was to walk with, you know, the tour bag and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's pretty intense if you're a caddy, but it's well worth it. And I I still remember that to this day. I thought it was awesome, and you know. There's a couple guys that actually are still playing that I'm like, holy cow, that guy was there in 03. And then, yeah. you know, when David and I have gone to Florida over the winter, some of those guys that I've been paired with are like, oh, I love Twin Warriors. That I remember that <laughs> golf course. Like, guys still talk about that yeah. to this day. Yeah, we hear that every, One of those go, years, I don't know if it was 03 or 07, but that PJ Championship was also at Oak Hill in Rochester, New York. <clears throat> it was 03, I think. Oh, memory, One yeah, of them definitely was, yeah. So all, all three of us on the call are obviously PGA members. And then you have Sig Dalen, the, the uh, head golf professional over at Panawan, caddied that year for, I can't remember who he caddied That's for. That's how I know it was Oak Hill. He, Sig told me that, yeah, he was uh, like Frank Esposito yeah. Jr. or something I think he caddied for, and he took him to Oak Hill, yeah. And he, he actually took him to Oak Hill and yeah. he caddied for him there. And I'll think of the gentleman's name in a minute. He's yeah, also I, a past champion. He's won before. I just can't remember his name off yeah, the top I can't of my head. Ron Philo. Ron Philo. Yes, that's who it was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's unbelievable. So, yeah. That's kind of a cool experience. And, you know, scoring and all that sort of stuff is, is obviously needed from you guys. And, you know, mm-hmm. not, how are your golf courses right now? I mean, I know, I think you guys have gotten quite a bit of rain. So. Yeah, we're getting the – so what a, what a year to have great rain in June and then follow up with it in some in July heading into August because you, you guys endured that last seven or eight days of just extreme heat. It was miserable. I don't remember it being that hot in a long time. And So while we're getting some rain and, and putting you know, a fair amount of water down on the golf course, uh, it's just uh, – they're in great shape. We've got some issues with, um, like everybody else in the world, staffing up uh, certain departments has been a challenge. So we're, we're short uh, – 10 or 12 bodies between the two courses. So my shameless ask here on the radio, is anyone looking to, to find a job in the golf industry and you get free golf, please come, come see me. We will get you on a mower faster than you can believe it. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, course is in good shape. Greens are perfect. Fairways perfect. Tees perfect. Uh, just in, just a wonderful shape. The bunkers have taken a little beating with all the moisture. Um, so we're trying to, to address those obviously ahead of October, but very pleased with, with the golf courses, the maintenance team out here and the, uh, superintendents best in the business and, and just our tireless effort effort their tireless efforts are, are are not unnoticed they do a great job and they're the ones that make it happen for us you know you can have a great burger and a great cocktail and a buy a shirt all those things are a wonderful part of the experience but when it comes down to it obviously as you both know it's all about that grass and and playing surfaces green speeds and so uh very pleased where we're at right now well that's always the first complaint you get right like <laughs> <laughs> Being in the golf shop, you know that that's like the first thing. But yep. you know, Derek, thank you for what you do for us and for the section and representing us. And it's always cool to see kind of one of our own in the national spotlight and doing all those sorts of things. And good luck to you guys with all the stuff coming up. And you know, if you're out there, please go volunteer for them. Um, like you heard him say, they they can't do it without the volunteers. Um, but thanks for taking some time out of your busy day to join us, Derek. And, uh, we'll, we'll see you down the road. Hey, it was an honor to join you both. And, and thank you to both of you. You're both tremendous ambassadors of our brand nationally and locally, and, uh, really appreciate all you do for us playing and in our section in this radio show too. You guys are killing it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks, Derek. Thanks, thanks Derek. for everything.
See you guys soon. Take care. We got to take a quick break. I'm Jerome Espinosa, Director of Instruction, alongside David Mudd. If you'd like to inquire about golf instruction, leagues, club repair, fittings, email me at gespinosa at 8gradies.com. This is the 8 Grades Golf Show on ESPN Radio 1017 Team. Let's get back to the 8 Grades Golf Show with Jerome Espinosa on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Welcome back to the 8 Grades Golf Show on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. I am Director of Instruction at 8 Grades Golf. You'll hear me talking to Mexico Golf Saturdays, 10 to 11 a.m. alongside my good buddy David Muddit. So, LIV, dude, we're back. We're back with LIV. I know you love talking LIV. So, what is this, the third scramble of the year? Fourth scramble? What is it? <laughs> Shotgun. Let's not go scramble. <laughs> Clown. Goodness gracious. I mean, we're getting all these top players now. You can't be hating on the LIV anymore. Bed Mr. Trump Bed Mr. I don't know if you saw this, but he hit the first tee shot. That's so good. So Trump good. Hits the first tee shot. I think it's a, the Pro-Am. They have a Pro-Am, and he hit the first tee shot. Um, so there you go. It's, it's up there. He probably made a hole in one, didn't he? If, if you've seen his golf swing, he's actually got a really good move. Uh, impact it is so good. He's got a bent right elbow. His hips are it's really good at impact. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's funny to me when people, you know, have the videos and then I saw one slow. I'm like, dude, that's really good. I know it, it, it doesn't. You wouldn't think that when you just look at it in real time, but if you like go through the little parts of it, he's yep. in great spots every time. Yeah, he really is. So you know they're playing there this week. Um, they had the draft this week. You know, again, we've talked about this at length, but um, actually, I'm interested with. Um, oh my gosh, who's the announcer that joined them? Ferrity. Ferrity joined them. Um, I actually read an article this week saying they're kind of going to run into some problems because there's a lot of people. Inter- I thought they're going to have a qualifying school. I saw that they're going to have like a they're going you're going to be able to qualify for it. Starting when? In 23, they've released a lot of 23 stuff now. Like they're having 14 events. How many? Like how a, many are going to play in each event? I Still don't know. 48. You're going to have a qualifying school for 48 What's, spots? Well, no, 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 no. They're. I'm sure you'll. Maybe be able to like have three, the bottom three. Cause I know there's, I saw another thing too that they've kicked out a bunch of people from the first week. The choppers. They're getting rid of the choppers slowly. Well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they're signing, you know, Charles Howe and Stenson were the last, you know, now I heard Bubba Watson. I haven't seen anything official, but I heard they're adding him. Um, from week one to week three, the golf has gotten better. I will say that the first week was a little bit, I was like, oh man, this ain't great golf, but the golf is much better now, but you have better players too. Silence. We got radio silence from crickets, crickets. (laughs) So, I mean, again, you know, it's, I don't know if you saw John Daly, someone tried to, you know, set him up and ask him about it. And he said, he said, this would have been my tour. (laughs) <laughs> he said, I love it. He can, said, you drink, it's a, can you it's drink Coors Light oh, or MGD sure. or whatever he used to it's drink? It's a huge party. They have, you know, um, he said, he said, music on the range. He's like concerts, obviously, you know, him drinking, but he's, he said he loves it. Now, I, I never heard anything about Charles Barkley. I know there was rumors about him joining. Joining to, uh, as what, a commentator? Yeah. He was he's, all in. He's so good. Him and Shaq on there. How good would that be? 
Well, I think it would just be him. I mean, he <laughs> he does not care. No, he doesn't um, care. I think it's again. I don't know. I just wish that something could have been worked out because it's. I don't. I don't like how they've split the the tour. I really wish something would have been worked out. Well, yeah, I think I think most people do, but I think that's dead in the water now. The world ranking points still haven't heard about that. I thought we'd by now would have heard stuff about that because you've talked about it at length. That this is that's going to be a huge, a huge thing. I think the Masters will also be another one that drops, depending on what they say about it. Um, because now it's the end of the season, right? Like some of these guys are out of the FedEx Cup or whatever, so they're that's why they're snagging all this money now because the FedEx is right around the corner. Well, I um, think I think if you make the Tour Championship, don't you qualify for three of the four majors? Probably. I think the only one you don't is the Masters. You've either got to win well, or win or be in the top fifty in the world. But I think the other three you get in. For just for making the tour championship, oh, I'm, I'm pretty. Sure. Sh- I'm pretty sure you. Do. I saw something that Ricky Fowler, because all these guys have left, yeah, that he's now climbed like way up because all these guys have left. Ricky Fowler has jumped up. There's a bunch of guys that that affected, that they had no shot, yeah, and they just got. Like, I mean, a we're talking like bonus. twenty spots, yeah. But when you're on a wait list, that that can happen pretty quick. Well, yeah. I mean, you yeah. haven't had a great year, and then you know, you. Yeah. Um, so this week, the PGA Tour Rocket Mortgage Classic, I, I really feel bad for some of these events now at the tail end because no one's talking about the Rock, Rocket Mortgage Classic. And so... Is it a playoff event? I don't believe so. I, well, I don't know. It's in Detroit. Yeah, I think it was. A, I, but I, I, it used I, There used to be an event in Detroit that was part of it. Yeah, I know. But yeah. I don't... I looked up the schedule and I did not see... Uh, of course, I don't know how many are in the like playoffs or whatever, but I don't think it is. I think there's just a, maybe this event, and then they start the playoff stuff. Um, so that's that's why the tour is starting, yeah, you know, to kind of wind down. And frankly, a lot of people said that that's the reason a lot of these guys were leaving now, and they'll you know leave it to 2023 to see what's going to happen with. With all this craziness, so yeah, yeah, um, remains to be seen. As we <laughs> say every every week, who knows? No one knows what's going to happen. I mean, they live are doing what they have to do. They're pushing forward. You know, whether it comes to a grinding halt or not remains to be seen. I don't know, man. I just don't. I think it's starting to get more accepted. I think if we've talked about this, but the women's tour, like it's, man, I'm just like wow. I, again, if it ruins the Ryder Cup, I think we're all going to be pissed off because that's yeah. that's lame. It, it, but, and, it, and it will. It 100% will. Which is super unfortunate. Yeah. Like, super unfortunate. So we're going to well, we'll transition. Maybe that's what causes the PGA Tour, or, well, the PGA of America and the European Tour to figure something out because well, the Ryder Cup is their biggest event. It is their, it is their pride and joy. It is the number one moneymaker it's their it's their it's everything for both of them well maybe they do i don't know maybe that is what maybe that's maybe that's what figures this all out is the Ryder cup because you want you literally have the best players in the world minus a few like cam smith or adam scott they're the only people you're really missing 
you know, the, the Ryder Cup typically has the best players in the world. And it's, if they don't... It's a big difference between missing one of the best in the world and 20. Yeah. So that would be terrible. Um, we'll we'll uh, give some chipping advice, David. Oh, God. David, probably one of the best chippers of the golf ball that I've seen. Um, to be quite honest, he's helped my chipping with, you know, so... What is your advice for someone that's, I guess we'll go through a couple of them. Like, and you know, obviously you can't demonstrate, people can't see, but if people are struggling with their chipping. Yeah, I think there's a couple of things, and it is hard on the radio, obviously, without being able to show them. Yeah, you've got to describe what you, yeah, exactly. I, I, I wouldn't even necessarily talk too much about the open club face, but you do want the club face open. You need to use the bounce to chip, which a lot of people don't understand. They, they dig the leading edge in and that, you know, they're try by doing that, they're trying to avoid hitting the fat one or the thin one, right? They're trying <laughs> to make sure that, but by doing that, you're giving yourself no room for error. It's like a knife going through butter, right? Once it yep. hits the ground, it's done. Yep. You, you can't then just get, go into the golf ball. Whereas when it, glides off the surface which is what the bounce does you have so much room for error so much room for error but the, the one tip i'll give is you've got to chip more with your hips people don't think about it if you're hitting an eight iron you know your goal at impact is to have the hips opening and facing more towards the target as you're making impact as you're making contact right absolutely it's, it's no different with chipping if you stand there and chip and you do not turn your hip so what's your club face gonna do just dig it's gonna it's gonna close well yeah it's it can, a fixed point yeah yeah so a good drill is to get one of those alignment sticks cut it in half put it through your two front belt loops and chip without it hit without it touching your hands or your arms it's and you can see where the hips are you want your hips to be leading the club well here's here's something too so do you take a normal stance because I've no, seen some I, people take I, a normal stance chipping. Yeah, they look like they're about to hit an eight iron, a full eight iron, and you're hitting a five-yard chip shot. Yeah, your feet got to be closer together. You want to aim them a little left. You know, you want to get, you do want to get some shaftly, and you want the hands ahead of the ball, but you want the club face to sit open. And then you just you're turning through it. It's just, it really is the same thing. You can simplify it. It doesn't have to be. It's a miniature golf swing, basically. Yeah, correct. From yeah, super from miniature. wherever you take it back to to wherever you release to, you still have the body still has to move the same way. Yeah. No, that's. I mean, it's and like I said, I think the one thing that you've helped me with the most is the club face. A lot of people chipping have a square shut club face. Yeah. And that encourages the leading edge to just dig. And we're lucky here with the grass we have. Yeah. To be quite honest, because yeah, if you if get, you get you on get, any sort of like grain, Bermuda, bent grass that's like wet that we've talked about on previous shows, it's death. And, gonna, and the bounce is your savior in all those situations. But people avoid it. I, I, I mean, I get why. Like, it, I, I understand what they're thinking, but obviously. Because what the, the bounce <laughs> allows the club to do is basically, like David said, glide. Yeah through the grass rather than the leading edge is like a knife, like you said, where it digs. You don't want digging. Same as in a bunker. That's where you get tons of trouble. Yeah. yeah. The the bounce is, I mean, a lot of guys now on tour are using high bounce lob wedges. Even on those, even on those tight, that tight grass, you know, because it's your savior. It, it is well, what saves you. It allows them to do, hit the crazy shots that they hit, yeah. and yeah. they're so good at using it. So, 
there's your there's your golf tip of the week for chipping. Take a little alignment rod, cut it in half, throw it through the belt loop, and turn. Yeah. Make sure you turn. Don't you know? Let um, your let your hips lead the club, and it'll it works. Believe me, it works. Um, well, that'll do it for today's show. There will be a link for today's show at eightgradies.com. We'll be here again next Saturday, 10 to 11, for the 8 Grady's Golf Show. I'm Jerome Espinosa alongside David Muddit. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. Thank you for listening to the 8 Grady's Golf Show with Jerome Espinosa. Come back Saturday mornings at 10 for the latest stories and analysis from around the world of golf on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team.